Hey everyone, it's Erin and Corey and Kirsty, and this is the Angsty Book Society. Right at Erin because why is she not saying? I just was holding my breath. Um, (laughs) hi, hello, welcome. You're listening to the Angsty Book Society. This is Corey, this is Kirsty, and Erin. Uh, you might have noticed, uh, we have some new theme music that hopefully played right before that preceded this moment here. Um, so yeah, tell us what you think. Yes, my awesome composer friend Cody James made that for us shout out to cody thanks cody james it's pretty awesome we're very very excited about it we love it it's very forced very magical very slightly angsty yeah yep just keeping it here on the theme here on the podcast uh we're just trying to bring you the production level that we always go in intending to have uh when we record a new episode yeah we think the episodes are going to sound great until after they're recorded and I listen to them. <laughs> so the music makes up for it <laughs> greatly. <laughs> that at least we'll have great intros and outros. Yeah, please take the our new theme music as an apology for um, everything. <laughs> Come for the books, stay for the music. Please don't judge us by our audio uh, editing abilities. Send hey. all issues. We're learning this Yeah. as yeah. we go. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is fine. All well, right. Well, um, the book of the cast this week is Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo. Yes. We are. What are we burning, Kirsten? I can't see. Aaron, the Aaron's got to. Aaron's oh. got to read oh. it. I can't even see it. Magical moment. It. Oh shoot! Yankee Candle. Oh Those how? Inspirations. Mm-hmm. It smells very fresh. <laughs> uh, very magical. Yeah. And we were drinking coffee. I think all of us finished our coffee. No, I still have some. Okay, Corey we still has some. I went back for that like cold last, coffee. Yeah, that last little bit of the pot. We had some Taco Bell and played some Sims and stuff beforehand. And finally yeah. got around to recording. Here we're we are. All doing that 100 baby challenge on the Sims. So. Oh, I'm failing miserably. Uh, mine is going really well. My Sims just had a fantastic Christmas. Aww. Everyone, everyone got like the the good score for the holiday they got the good moodlet oh have yeah. seasons or well, shit. whatever you need to buy it it's very fun it will we need seasons it's yeah. not a sims podcast it's not a sims podcast though but sometimes it is it sometimes can be. that's, that's, that's what's going on in our lives <laughs> yeah Corey, you left you left out a big part of your life that just happened reason we were mia from the internet for a couple weeks i got married um and Woo! Both of these two are in my wedding, yes. so we've been we've been busy bees. But uh, I got married. I went on my honeymoon for two weeks. You wore a crown. Sorry, I'm getting yelled at by Aaron's Harry cats. Did not like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I wore a crown. It was incredible. It was everything I could have dreamed of. Every cliche that anyone ever says about their wedding. Insert here. And it was all vegan. Yeah, magic. We did. We did an all vegan dinner service. So we had like a vegan cocktail hour beforehand, and there were like these little Samoas and these really good street tacos, tacos and good. spring rolls and stuff. And uh, everything was good. Yes, yeah, so we had uh, four different k- flavors of cake, which I'm still dreaming yeah. about 
Um, that chai cake, man. <gasps> yeah, and during Corey and Glenn's magical time, two of my three cats decided to randomly get sick, and we still aren't quite sure what's wrong wrong with either of them. So yeah, we're trying to figure that out. That's been February. Yeah, and I got sick immediately after Corey's right. wedding. Percy, we had the plague. And then it kept snowing. I never even really heard anything so about you getting snow. sick other than the fact that you got sick. Right. You never talked. I didn't know you were sick till after the fact. I just let myself be sick for a week and then I... Was it like a cold? It was like lots of um, coughing and phlegm and... I don't know what it was. It was like almost like an upper respiratory. Okay. So it was not the flu. No. No. That's a relief. Yeah. No. It's just that thing that's going around. Yeah, but we're better now, all of us. Yes, we're here uh, together again, mentally getting, getting better. We read some books, and we're here to talk about them. Should all I right, should I just one book? Yeah, just one book. Six of Crows, in particular. Yes, by Leah Bardugo. We cool. <laughs> Sorry, I had to grab my copy because you know. Anyways, um. <laughs> So, let's bring up the good reviews of it and yeah. see what the people have to say have about this rated one. it. All right. So, this book is rated as of today is what, February 24th? Yes. 2019? 2019. This book has a 4.46 4 stars out of 183,832 ratings. Uh, 27,069 of those are actual like written reviews. So that's that's pretty high praise from a lot of people in the Goodreads community. True. It is uh, book one of a two-part duology. What would you rate it? Me? Yeah. Absolutely five stars out of... Out of five. Out of five, yeah. Erin. I gave it a four, and I've got a lot of shit over this. You're wrong, I, huh? That's I'm why. I'm rethinking my review my star i mean i loved it but i think i read it so fast after falling in love with the court of thorns and roses i just it was good but i just was not as invested in every okay. single character you know like i loved it but i was like i don't know if this is worth oh my god i loved it five stars so i gave it a four i don't see the problem with giving it a four when it has a 4.46 review i'm a little upset you gave it a four and why did I hate which you? is fine it's not hate. It's just I don't understand where that four is coming from. I gave it a five. In my heart of hearts. Five out of five. V good. Yeah. Um, so for those who don't know Six of Crows, how would you describe it? Me? Yeah. Person? Okay. Just like a quick... Uh, Six of Crows is a Russian-inspired fantasy novel that takes place in the, you know, Ravka, Russian-inspired world that Lee Bardugo created. It is about a heist. Um, you have six characters who go on this heist to save the world, basically. If I had to sum it up. Okay. Um, and they're yeah. like, six misfits try to save the world. Yes. Basically, if you haven't read this book or you haven't heard of it, uh, you've been living under a rock, I would be very surprised. But um, it is an incredible book. It is kind of an offshoot of her first series, which is a set of three books. 
that takes place in the same universe. The Grishaverse. The Grishaverse, yes. Um, which is getting its own Netflix show. Right, which I'm glad we're getting this podcast out of the way before the Netflix show gets started, just because I feel like I want to talk about it as a book and not as a Ooh, book with a Then we can have show. a special yeah. episode about the show. That can would be fun. It? Is so it supposed nice. to come out this year or next year? Do we know any other information? No. Maybe not. <laughs> All right. There's going to be a show, though. I personally don't. <laughs> I don't think it's remember. specifically Six of Crows. I think it's supposed to be the whole mm. Grishaverse. Yeah. It is. And it ties in, yeah, both of the Which series. I'm here for. We got to get on that. Um, Yeah. So this book takes place two years, I believe, after the original Grisha trilogy. So that to give you a little bit of context about what Six of Crows is. If you haven't read it yet, stop this podcast. Go to the library. Get yourself a copy. Um, and I know, Erin, you read the audiobook. Mm-hmm. You liked it. I did. Yeah, I liked it a lot. There's The book is uh, told, every chapter is from a different character, and they had a different person's voice for every character. Which I, I usually really like nice. that, yeah. It was a little weird at first, but um, then I kind of got into it. And then I just started listening to the, s- the sequel, and... <laughs> kind of was like oh it's the same people it's my characters are back yeah i think it can be really helpful when you have different characters in audiobook form that way you can differentiate voices kinda, yeah i can kind of hear it differently i think i like it because they like whoever is actually speaking the part brings a different mood to it and then it's like okay i can see where that character's coming from so do we want to start with characters yeah like favorite characters yeah let's go through kind of the characters and stuff. Okay. Um, well, I know six who my main f- ones. Yeah. Can we let's just go over all six or say our favorites first. Let's, um, let's do go this over all six. six yeah. yeah. And we'll just say which one's our favorite as we're yeah. reading them. I think the back of the book has all the names too. Does it? Right. Let's go through their right. list. Erin's okay, cool. got it right now because she's responsible. All right. Cool. Done. So, our main character, leader of the pack, mm-hmm. is Kaz Brecker. And he is described as a convict with a thirst for revenge. I put that he is ruthless. I'd say he is. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, he is. He's quiet and ruthless, and I love it. He's uh, he's got a lot of baggage and (laughs) trusts no one and nothing. I would also say he's kind of, like, unforgiving. Yeah. He's not the kind of person who, like, if you cross him, he's you don't get second chances no. with Kaz Brecker. Like, you, it's a one-and-done situation with him. Um, so who else? Oh. oh, I was going to say Jesper. Jesper? Um, he's super into his guns. He loves his guns. Yeah, I feel he like loves Jesper his guns. is my new best friend. Yeah, I just... He's such a little... I don't know. It's just this little gangly human just loving his guns and just gambling too much he does definitely has a little bit of a gambling problem uh the book actually on the inside cover describes him as a sharpshooter who can't walk away from a waiter yeah that's pretty much oh wow i wrote nothing down for him oh no (laughs) i don't know why aaron hates jesper no i love him i just jesper dash like Uh, i went to see what i I wrote because i always write the most random things that make no sense like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so the next character nina uh aaron has written great grisha omg omg i don't know what that means 
Grisha. OMG. And oh it's really gosh. diagonal. Yeah, it's not I even in the line. And it looks like you were really excited about it when you wrote yeah, it. Because it's kind of no smudged. No context why I wrote OMG. Yeah. I have right. nothing there. Um, so Nina is a heart render using magic to survive the slums. And for people who are not familiar with the Grishaverse, a heart render is a type of Grisha. And it basically means that Nina can smush people's hearts and move their blood. I love Nina. She's my favorite. Yeah? Yeah. The oh waffles. Yeah. Nina and the waffles. Yeah, I, I do like that. I just love everything else about her. Okay. She's so funny. I she, like Nina. She's a great character. She's very funny. Then we have um, Inej. She is a spy. A wraith. Inej is my favorite. Yeah, Inej is like tiny and spicy. <laughs> Um, Corey said that I remind yes. her of yes. Nez, or Nez is like me. Hi. When I first read this book... Um, I think we said this on the first episode. Maybe. Inej is like mm-hmm. in the third chapter or the fourth chapter. And by the, the second chapter of her character that I read, I was like, this this person is like Aaron, only with more stabbies. Yeah. But I don't know. She's like this tiny, tough mm-hmm. um, person who doesn't take shit from anybody. I, I just love Gina <laughs> 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 Aaron basically wrote OMG next to all the characters and doesn't remember no, why. Just Inej and Nina, and I don't know why. Inej, Nina, but it's been a OMG. Minute since I listened to this. Today. I think that's Aaron's way of saying that Lee Bardugo I, writes I awesome really like them. female yeah, characters. I don't know. Um, the book inside cover describes Inej as a spy known as the Wraith. Which I think is a super underwhelming description for her. Yeah. Because really she's an acrobat. Right. That went rogue and fell into the city slums. And somehow survived. From being kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think she has one of the coolest stories. I I like her a lot too. Yeah. Like Nina's my favorite because I think Nina's not like me. But I love Inej because she's like all the things I would choose as like when I play like video games, like she's the person I would create. Oh, yeah. I definitely <laughs> as a yeah. character yeah. build screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so who else do we have? Matthias. Matthias. Also my favorite. Matthias uh, is this adorable um I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna give a really biased description of Matthias. Aaron, will you will you tell us about Matthias? He's um very <laughs> prideful Crude, modest man. He's like a tree trunk of a person. Yeah, like he's (laughs) very sweet and innocent, but like very conservative about like his values. Yeah, he has these ideas about right and wrong, and like he does not Mm -hmm. operate in the between. Doesn't Um, understand. He doesn't get sarcasm. (laughs) There's no gray area for him. The Your world is just black and white. Good and evil. Sweet and sour. Right and wrong. Yours, mine. What I believe is right. <laughs> Everyone else is wrong. <laughs> but he has such a great character arc in this book. I think he develops the most, and I think he's super interesting. I never really yes. thought about that, but I think you're right. Yeah. I think yeah. Matthias grows Because the, the others, like, you oh, figure out more about their lot. personalities and why they're that way but Matthias is actually like changing throughout the entire thing and it's so nice and that's why I think I love him and Nina the most because they bring that out in each other 
Yes. Um, and I think I misspoke earlier. Uh, Matthias is the one the book page, uh, the book cover describes as a convict with a thirst for revenge. Kaz is a thief w- with a gift for unlikely escapes. Oh, yes. Um, so I am going to correct myself now <laughs> before somebody else does. Correction. Uh, oops, sorry. Sorry. Um, and the last character is Wylan. Wylan. <laughs> Um, who the book describes him as a runaway with a privileged past. Um, another character whose whose character arc like I did not see coming at the end of yeah. the book, and <laughs> it was very cool. He's a big cutie. He's got like big curly hair, yeah, like red curly wild now hair. All of these characters are very young. They point that out, but Wylan is like the baby, and he acts like a baby. Yeah, because <laughs> <probably laughs> privileged past. <laughs> But he doesn't want to be a baby. No. That's what matters. And the whole time, like, the other characters are kind of wondering, like, why is this guy here? Um, so. So let's talk about why they're even here. Yeah. Why are we here? How did we get here? Um, why are the six of them together? Yeah. So from <laughs> the very, very start of this book, you get thrown into this very cool action-y scene where you learn about what our heist and everything is about to entail and it's to- told from the character of juiced um j-o-o-s-t yeah um and he's a he's like working a security kind of yeah. yeah yeah um do you want you want to take oh, it away or? he was super interested in the grisha um she was a little healer wasn't she yeah yeah um so it kind of just shows this scene with um this healer and the injector um judiparum yeah, cool. We're we're getting the pronunciation. Jurda. Damn it. One Jurda Param. Jurda I always <laughs> said Param, but Padam. Param. I don't know. Which I don't which one's more Russian sounding? It's it's Jurda Param, I think. Param? Param. Don't ask me. Param. You listen I to, listen the to it and I should know it, but Jared I don't know why. <laughs> Jurda so Param. So they inject her with this mega stuff. <laughs> Which is historically a drug that they've used to like help soldiers stay away. Yeah, like Jurda is something they use and it's still used regularly. Yes. But this the The Perem is like the extra spicy level. Yeah, and it has this crazy effect on the Grisha. Yeah, so the Jurda is just to heighten senses and it keeps people awake. Um even normal people, not just Grisha. Um they can use it to study. Yeah, the Jurda Param is actually a highly addictive uh, substance that slowly eats away at um, Grisha's bodies, but they enhance their powers so greatly to an extent that humans didn't think were possible, and even Grisha don't think is possible. Not without, that you can't survive, basically. Yeah, so um, that pretty much brings us into the entire purpose of this book. So Kaz gets... um, What's the what's his face's name? The governor, the mayor. The governor. The governor. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it Van Eck? He's just a merchant. Van Eck. He's just a merchant. Is yeah, he's a merchant. That's what it is. Um, so Van Eck, this merchant dude, is like, hey, this is gonna destroy everybody if this gets out. Um, you gotta stop him. Yeah, we gotta get uh, what's Yul? What's his name? Yul Bayer. Yul Bayor. Bayor. Yul Bo Bayor. I don't ask questions. This is the 
So we'll call him. That's what I wanted the pronunciation Yul- of, and we couldn't find it. Oh. Bo. 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 I think like we can call him Bayor. Bayor. All right. Yulbo Bayor. So we'll just refer to him as Bayor from now on. Email us at angstybookclub at gmail dot com <laughs> to correct us, please. Bayor. So Bayor. Okay. Bayor. Bayor. No. Bears. Bayor. Um, so Bayor is a scientist who's in charge of the Judiperim um, development, and the job is basically to, to sneak he into. Created he created it. Yeah. So the job they get hired that Kaz gets hired to do is to sneak into the ice court, which is this ultra protected city slash military complex, and steal the scientist essentially. And prevent because he was stolen as a prisoner. Yes, so he's being ke- kept prisoner at the ice court. So they want to go and kidnap him back from the ice court and stop him from finishing the formula for Drudaparim. Yeah. So without getting too into detail on everything, so Kaz decides, okay, I'll do it for a high amount of money, um, but he's still a little hesitant about it. But he like okay i'm gonna do it anyways this sounds great so let me get the best crew that i can get he doesn't want just the dregs he wants like to get his best best people to get all the money and then we assemble the greatest team ever assembled in literary ya fiction history five stars yeah our five star team um (laughs) 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 uh so this is where we get you know, Inej is the first to join. Um, then we later meet um, Nina and Jesper and Wylan and eventually Matthias, who I have to, like, go rescue yeah, from a, a, break a, out prison, a prison. Which is a very cool scene. Yeah, um, right. It's like a mini heist before the big heist. There's lots of mini heists before the Ugh. big heists. And he had to kill his wolves. It was so sad. Oh, I don't want to talk about the wolves. I was so upset about that. Well, that was the moment, like, I, w- I knew something was going on because Nina was like, oh, no, this is terrible. Like, they brought wolves out, and they're like, what's the big deal? And she's like, they're sacred in, like, his country. And it, uh, okay. So, Matthias yeah, and Nina have a past that unravels when you hear bits and pieces of it through the can, whole book. Can we all agree that Matthias and Nina are like the greatest the couple of couples? Yes. Yes. Okay. Agreed. Aaron? Yeah. Yeah. A non-committal, yeah. That's mm-hmm. fine. Because um, there are a lot of really great couples in this book, but I loved the relationship between Matthias and Nina so much for so many reasons, but I think like ultimately if you had to sum up their like storyline it's just that like love conquers all which sounds really cheesy but it's it's true it's true though <laughs> it's like opposites attract yeah well and bardugo writes aside. it in such a way that it's believable you know like you don't have this like insta love story like when nina and matthias first meet each yeah. other they hate each other yeah they hated each other for a while and they still kind of do in a way yeah he calls her a witch mm-hmm. and he thinks that she's evil because she's a grisha and they don't you know, believe in that where he comes from, and no, I love it because they just challenge each other the whole time and they make each other better. Um, but I love the whole um 
like not fighting but like bickering and stuff they have in between um and then they slowly break it down to where you kind of figure out where it all comes from but i think their relationship's super cool they're very interesting it's just like so fun like the whole scene after the shipwreck and they're walking through the like frozen tundra basically and nina is kind of like antagonizing him the whole time (laughs) I mean, like, obviously, like, she's kind of pestering him because it's, like, funny, but also it, the whole time she's kind of reminding him, maybe not purposefully, but, like, inadvertently, she's reminding him of, like, all the things that he does believe in, and so he just keeps going because he's like, I got to get away from this woman. Yes. (laughs) I have to get out of here. Yeah, so, um, yeah, after they get, um, all the buddies together, um, they eventually get out with lots of lots of struggles, but we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of glaze over that part. Um, but yeah, so Kaz is super smart, and he always has like another another secret um, plan going on, while everybody thinks one other plan that has gone wrong um, is happening, and then that's why he's so good. Yeah, he, he just tell everyone the real plan. Yeah, he he's like the, the king of plan. sleight he of hand. He just works yeah. the backup plan in case the real plan goes wrong. He's always in the backup plan. Yeah. Pretty much throughout the entire book. And then you're like, wait, sometimes he doesn't have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> he's just making like, stuff oh. up. Um, but yeah, so they get to the ice court. Um, oh, there's one thing. Oh, yeah. So pretty much when they're going to the ice court on their ship, um, you kind of start to get the idea everybody's out for themselves in a weird way so Kaz is going for his own reasons and he keeps kind of like you get hints of like something else is going on he doesn't just want money um that he is after like he keeps bringing up Pekka Rollins right and and Lee Bardugo kind of (laughs) slips it in there you know pretty obviously several times yeah this is an insane mission you will not survive this is the, the suicide mission mm-hmm. essentially so you know that there's got to be something more than just money that's motivating yeah these characters to like cross an ocean and try to break into the most yeah. sophisticated military complex and in Kaz their whole it, world for the pekka rollins thing it just they kind of keep bringing him up as like oh pekka owns the other side and wants to take kaz's business and like kind of his prime spot in their drag area yeah there's so much history it goes back to kaz yeah as a child and all of his this is when his baggage starts to come out Mm -hmm. and yeah the kaz brecker story insane was heartbreaking heartbreaking and crazy (laughs) and i was not (laughs) expecting it at all and like when are, are we talking about this I was going to say why everybody's kind of going there for their own reasons. Oh, And then yeah, do we want to, yeah, like, yeah. go into Kaz? Because we, uh, we need to go into Kaz. Kaz right. is like, really the only one I want to get into about his own reasons. It's deep, deep. Yeah. Yeah. So the other ones, like, Matthias, like, he just wants to go back to Ferda and... Everyone else just wants like, to go home. Like, ditch everybody. Yeah. And... Um, he wants to try to get back into the He wants to backstab go. everybody. Um, leave, enter his home, stay there forever, never look back. 
hope Kaz dies on the way out. Um, <laughs> Nina, I don't really know why Nina goes other than the promise of like getting Matthias it was and just like getting Matthias out of prison. Yeah, because she, she felt like she owed him that, and I think she did absolutely. And then um, Inej really, I think she just wanted to follow Kaz and make sure he got out okay. Um, Jesper, I think, actually did want the money. He was the only one oh, that yeah. legitimately yeah. He wants the money needed and wanted the money. Dad back. And well, he gambles too much. Yeah. yeah, and he thinks... He's got lots and lots of debts. If you think... Jesper is the kind of character who's like, if you tell him he can't do it, he's like, watch I mean, me. Yeah. Um, even though a lot of the times he says, watch me, and he loses. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, Wylan, I think he's there to just, like, be angsty at his dad. Yes, Wylan is... Very angry and upset. Also and there to prove himself. But yeah. in a different way. But he doesn't need the money, though. Right. He's trying to grow outside of, like, his family mm-hmm. name or whatever. So they're all going there to just backstab each other, basically. And just... Or they're out for themselves. So no one's really... No one's got true... Yeah, no one really knows why they're true going. True intentions other than Jesper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As Brecker. Yes. Let's talk about all... The emotions. Oh, Kaz, <laughs> so young when all these horrible things happen to him. So I love Kaz. And when they first introduced him in the <coughs> book, I'm like, okay, cool. Here is a person who doesn't take shit from people. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. the first thing he does is what he puts... Um, the that he the guy who sold them out. His um, bodyguard. Yeah, he... First thing he does is, like, basically takes... Like, takes him out and leaves him for dead. Mm-hmm. Um, after he double crosses him. So you know from the beginning that Kaz is like obviously like hard in person. You learn that he won't take these gloves off, which I assumed at the beginning was like, oh, his hands are disfigured or something. I thought his hands were disfigured yeah, too. I did too. Yeah, so oh it was he, like he got burned and like it hurts for his skin to touch stuff. Um I had I mean no I was idea. so wrong. Yeah, <laughs> when so, eventually so he wrong. took the gloves off and Inej saw him take his gloves off, she was like, Oh, there's nothing wrong with them and I was like I thought after that I was like he just wears them as an image thing. Because there's so many different uh rumors and stuff about what he's done. Yeah. Some true, some not. So I figured he just like tried to keep up with the like the rumors and just since it kinda spooks people, he just keeps wearing these gloves as like yeah. a yeah. look. Because they call him dirty hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so you're like, okay, well what's with the freaking hands? What's with his dirty hands? And they are boy, dirty. I regret finding out. I don't regret finding out actually because no, it's, it's an incredible story and it's yeah. so well written. But it was not something I expected at all and it was yes. so different i wasn't expecting so the first story they kind of bring up is pekka rollins uh which is some so he gets like him and it, he moves to um him Ketterdam, brother, yeah Ketterdam. yeah with his young brother and they're just babies basically in this city and his brother tries to invest in um some business going on i forget what they're actually buying it's sugar hay or something <laughs> yeah they like he owns this coffee shop that they go to a lot and he helps his brother out by giving him like messenger this man jobs. does this random kaz's man. older brother yeah um and so the coffee shop owner helps his brother out by giving him like messenger jobs and stuff and they find out about this like opportunity to invest and his brother's like please let us and you know everything goes horrible 
and it's pecarons and you're like it's behind the whole fucking thing yeah because they keep giving i forget his name i don't know this man's name it wasn't pecarons but he, he used uses a different name. name yeah yeah so um, he goes by a different name and then later they're like Kaz looks through the window and it's pecca rollins and it's like oh my god he's ruined his life <laughs> this is terrible he took all their money where's his brother and that's when it gets terrible yes <laughs> yeah so after all of that the plague comes through and kills most people in the city um, including Kaz's brother Jordy they assume that Kaz is sick and dying too so he just gets thrown on the freaking death barge with yeah. all of these dead bodies so he is laying in his dead brother's arms in a dumpster and they come to pick them up and throw them in the trash with all the other dead bodies and then they dump them into the ocean. Yeah. On this barge. Which if you have a problem terrifying. with the plague in your city putting the, the the victims into the water system, probably not a great idea. But I digress. Kaz is alive. Swimming Very much. in these dead bodies filled with plague. He has this terrible fever. He's in the freezing cold water. And he's holding on to his bloated brother and touching him with his hands. And he decides he needs to live to revenge his brother Jordy and destroy Pekka Rollins. And so he takes Jordy and he swims him and Jordy. He uses him as a raft. Yeah, he uses yeah, him as a raft. To the land. And gets to land and then he leaves his brother behind and that's why he can't touch people anymore because he has touched dead flesh and his brother that and it's so terrible sad. and it was devastating and it was the saddest thing to read and I cried <laughs> and it was <laughs> so awful. It was just so I feel unexpected. Like, like, I feel like yeah. you just could cry just like talking about it. Like, like <sighs> I wasn't ready for how hard Lee Bardugo was gonna go with this. Right, I was just yeah. gonna think it was something dumb. Like I, I already uh, yeah. Him like already like laying on his brother after he passed away in like an alley for like days. Or he's I like guess nine was, years old. Yeah, yeah, and he's just a young boy, and they were just drinking hot chocolate like a few weeks ago. It was so sad. And um, but yeah, so that was like horrible enough. And then they pick them up and throw them in the ocean. It was just everything he had to do to get back home to create this revenge. And this is why he's the person he is today. This is why his hands are dirty and he can't touch anybody and he can't be in closed quarters with people. A little yeah. comedy relief there during reading all that. I just think. No, just recently I watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and all <laughs> I could think about was, bring out your dead. <laughs> bring out your I'm dead. I'm not dead yet. Oh, look, Kaz Becker. I'm not all dead. I'm not, not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. I feel fine. I'm fine. No, you're not. But what a heartbreaking scene. Lee Bardugo, what are you doing to us? I mean, I'm really glad it. that you guys read this book because the Kaz Brecker dead body barge was definitely something that I needed to give away. And yeah, I'm that just happy I'm not alone here. Gotta let that go. Gotta yeah. get that off my chest a little bit. Oh, yes. It's too real. I, she did just such a 
good terrible job with it. <laughs> it was so good it was terrible and but made such a a beautiful character <laughs> but it also like makes him more believable though because he's like what 16 years old 17 years old and you're like how is this you know 16 17 year old kid you know the leader of this like gang that everyone is like terrified of and yeah you know all of a sudden you're like oh that's why because he's actually like seen some shit because he's had this terrible life and he has a reason to just go after Packer Rollins and get to the top never gonna stop so he sends all these people into just horror knowing it may not end well for any of them and right, I mean, they already have obstacles to get there on the way to the freaking ice court. Inej is pretty much dying, and Nina is doing everything. She's not a healer, and Nina is doing everything in her power to keep Inej alive. Which, thank God, works. Yeah, thank God. Yes. And then I was getting a little worried we were going to really lose. I was worried there. We're going to lose somebody before the heist even happens. Then they get to the ice court, and uh, well, I guess before the ice court, do we want to talk about a little bit of Inej and Kaz? They had I think they I mean had some moments on the ship. Like Inej definitely likes Kaz and is like, I think she's obvious enough because Jesper brings it up. Right. So I think people know. I think Kaz likes her too, but he also won't let him yeah. have any weaknesses or any distractions. But I think that's the and thing obviously is he like doesn't want to touch a human body. Yes. And she doesn't know that. He doesn't tell anyone like no that. Like well, I mean, I don't blame him. Like I wouldn't want to talk about that if it were me. Or touch anybody either. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, yeah, I mean, like, we know Kaz likes her, but as for, like, the characters, I know people pretty much know Inej likes Kaz, but no one really knows if Kaz actually likes Inej or if he just likes to have her around but would, like, just kind of dump her if he needed to, like get rid of her right if she wasn't useful anymore yeah pretty much so he puts her in a chimney right which is the most horrific scene other than the, the dead body barge scene oh my God. the oh. chimney scene her shoes i, I felt like imagine that i was in that chimney pages i was in that chimney with her so it was bad oh that was God. one of those chapters i couldn't stop reading like when i or listening yeah. to when i pulled into like the driveway i was like um, I need to go inside and finish this somewhere. <laughs> I read it, like, I went back halfway through because I was reading it, and I was like, no, and then I went back and started to read it again because I was like, <laughs> it was so awful um, that she's in this, like, blazing hot chimney. So, and I think, is it Jesper? Somebody, I think it's Jesper throws, like, a shirt in. Cause, so the chimney, the furnace wasn't it's there to like burn people like prisoners clothes and it's supposed to be off at this time of the day but they had just used it so it's just like so hot and jesper throws like a shirt in just to test the heat and it just like incinerates in the yeah, air she's like well i can do it and then he's like you think no. you can do that like he even bothers asking yeah. and she's like yeah i think i could do that it's like that shirt just burned without touching any right. dome like, yeah <laughs> Because that whole scene, I'm just like sweating and well, it's kind of it. Kaz's <laughs> fault because everything gets th- all of their timing gets all messed up. They're yes. using these bells that are in the the ice complex because he finds Pekka. Because yeah, he finds Pekka Rollins and he's like, "This is my chance," and he mm-hmm. cannot help himself. Yeah. In the chapter that they, it's Kaz's chapter. He like he thinks about it for like half a second and then like 
it basically becomes like a compulsion. Like he cannot help but go and find Pecker Rollins prison cell and I don't know why he just didn't kill him. I don't either. And just get he had more away. plans for him. I think he just was well. like it's better to not like it was too easy. Yeah. In the cell. So I think because Pekka doesn't remember Kaz yet. But he will. Um, but he will. Yes. He will. But yeah, he like ruins all the time for everything. So everybody's off. Nina gets them. The alarm's going. So they're already like the plan is going Fall wrong. Apart. There is no plan number two. Kaz is just making stuff up now. And and Naz is climbing, climbing up a hot chimney, hot chimney and slipping and her shoes are melting to into her, her feet. Yes. She's like, I could do it. No, her it's hands like, too are probably oh, oh. And she just got stabbed. And she's got Kaz's gloves on. Yeah, and she's got yeah. Kaz's gloves on. Because she wants to give them back to him. And they're well, and it was hot, so she used them to cover her hands. Yeah. But it's also like they were too big for her. So she I'm worried she's going to, like, fall yeah. out of these gloves. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to slip. And, and just she's got her little circus shoes on. And, yeah, so she just got stabbed, laid on a boat for, like, a week without moving, and then has to heal. And then they're like, climb up this chimney. Just go ahead and do it. It's, you might boil up there and then throw a rope down and save all of us. And then even them climbing a rope made me stressed out yeah, yeah it was too that much was stressful too at least they weren't burning their little paws that though ice, the whole ice port thing is just stressful she needs like everything about 10, it 10,000 trophies 10,000 trophies for Inesh for pulling that shit off yeah so lots of, of different shit goes down when they're in the ice port but eventually I guess Nina and Matthias find who they're looking for yes and you find well. out the scientist, Bayor, isn't even alive anymore. No. He's he been dead. dead. And they're just holding his son hostage, who they're hoping knows how and will figure out how to. But, um, but yes. before that even happens. Oh, there's, oh, more. there's more. Yeah. So when they go to finally find um, Julio Bayor. 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 I am. It's like Bilbo Baggins, but Bilbo more Russian. Bilbo Baggins. I'm going to say Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> Bayor. Bilbo Bayor. Yeah, so they go to save him. Nina has run into somebody that she recognizes. Oh, yeah. So Matthias comes to her rescue because this is the guy he used to train under. They go to the, the place. Juscala. Yeah, the Juscala. Which um, is such a freaking cool word. Yeah, it's badass. <laughs> One of my favorites. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Nina takes the Juscala to, um, <laughs> well, he takes her to where the scientist is, but she's like, oh, show me a Grisha. I've never seen a Grisha. And she's like, I'm a freaking Grisha. And he's like, oh, yeah, let me show you them. And they're all drugged up and horrified. And she's like, well, it's not fun when, like, they they aren't, like, doing anything. And then he's like, oh, do you want them to? Let me show you something. And then he shoves her in a room oh and locks gosh. it. And this is where yeah. I thought everything had gone <laughs> to hell. Oh, right. And then Matthias comes in and he... He basically is like, oh, I'll never get up, up Fierda, like, Driscoll for life. <laughs> Peace out, Nina. 
Right, I really genuinely <laughs> thought he was like just like, All right, here's my revenge. You put me in prison, here's yours. Yes. Bye, I'm gonna go home now. I really and thought this like, was happening. And he had a cold smile on his face and I was like, <laughs> No, it's I mean yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm just too hopeful and I was like rooting for Nina and Matthias so hard. I was like, Matthias is taking a note out of Kaz's book. He's got to have some kind of plan. Yeah, so in here, okay, I pulled up the the page I marked. It was, he slammed his fist against the window, and this is at Nina, do not speak my name. Then he smiled, a smile as cold and unforgiving as the northern sea. Welcome to the ice court, Nina Zenek. Now our debt has been paid. For somewhere outside, the bells of the Black Protocol began to ring. And then, um, yeah, so him and Brum are talking about Nina and um, Matthias basically um, kind of doing the right thing and letting her get trapped and helping him with that. And then he hugs Brum. This is the Druskel. Um, or Druskella? Druskella. 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 Um, but yeah, so he hugs him and then he hugs him into a chokehold until he passes out and then he locks Brum in like another room and it was that was kind of sad um because there's one more because it's kind of when you see Matthias like giving up uh everything he's believed like he ever believed in yeah but it's because he realizes what he believed in was wrong yeah and he says I don't know if you're wrong about this Grisha he said gently, I just know you're wrong about her. Which is the sweetest thing ever. Um, and then he opens the door and rescues her. And it's the most relieving moment other than Inej like, okay. getting out of the chimney. Okay. <laughs> yes. And these chapters Second happen most like relieving one moment. right after the other. Yeah. You're just like stressed for like holding your breath. Ugh. I did find the quote that. Oh, good. Okay. Get back. That. Okay. Yeah, the other um, thing Matthias says to Brum is, and this is the one I was trying to find, um, the life you live, the hate you feel, it's poison, I can drink it no longer. And that's when he shuts him in there and then goes to find Nina. So romantic. Such a romance. But yeah, it just, um, I think it, he just finally realizes like all the values and beliefs he has is not necessarily... um, his like Fjordan beliefs and that they can like go into other paths and stuff um, that him and Nina do share at least the same values and things um, and they do have similarities and are the same so well, he starts he realizes finally like Nina's not a witch yeah. she's a person and that she just happens to have abilities yeah and that doesn't change whether she's good or bad you can be a Grisha or not, and choose either path. Mm-hmm. Um. So now they go to find Bayor, and they find his son yes. instead. And they're like, "Well, I guess we'll take him anyway." <laughs> yeah. Well, don't know if he'll be worth anything, but he's the only thing to catch. So. And they realize that. he's a Grisha, and then he blows up the lab. Which is pretty epic. And not part of the yeah, plan. Yeah, that was pretty epic. <laughs> but it's fine because nothing's all. part of the plan at this point. So, well, pretty, Yeah, at this point, everything's gone to shit. Like, no one knows that everyone else is okay. There's just different <laughs> explosions and gunfire all over the place. You're just hoping to meet in the middle somewhere. And, like, Jesper and Wyland set off this crazy 
<laughs> bombs and shooting and all this craziness. And then they I come out. I heard out about that. That was awesome. And they come out in this fucking tank. Yes, the tank. <laughs> the tank. Oh, my God. Oh, it was so good. We're going back to Ravka. Yeah. <laughs> Get in, losers. Oh, yeah, the tank was super cool. And they're just in this, like, clear hallway full of glass and, like, all the guards can see them and they're just rushing and then they just drive away and they take a which what flag do they take with them what does it say fear to um like power or something like that oh yeah i didn't write it down it was the funniest thing it was hilarious oh did you bookmark it maybe maybe i didn't Because this is at the, uh, they jump in the lake part. Or that weird river thing. That's what I'm finding. Yeah, they take one of the Fjordan flags or something with them. It's really oh, yeah, good. Oh, yeah, Kaz just, like, fucking drowns. <laughs> yeah. <What the> fuck? <laughs> fucking Can't be in water. Dead now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna. He just gives us Does Kaz, like, not bathe? Real talk. Ooh, maybe in warm water. I think it's like a. Maybe if it gets to any temperature that's like room. No, I think no. it's like sponge baths. Like a. a what's like her name in Court of Thorns and Roses? Nesta. Oh, Nesta. Like, yeah. because remember, like, uh, he's like washing himself in front of a nege in the beginning or whatever, which is like oh, weird. Oh, you're yeah. right. And it's just like and that's when he sponge takes his gloves off. bucket, yeah. yeah, water. That's what I picture. He can't, he's like Nesta and he can't take an actual bath or shower. It has to be. <laughs> it's a sponge I don't bath. blame him. Yeah. I think he does just wipe himself down. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. He's still, he's still nice. Oh, I don't know if we're going to find this flag. I know. Oh, email us at angstybookclub at gmail.com. <laughs> we'll post a picture of it. Yeah. Will somebody make that flag? Probably. It probably exists hey, somewhere. Book subscription boxes. Hey, book boxes. Hey, book boxes. Uh, What is it? Marceline, stop yeah. making Just noise. Just make one of those flags for me. Email us at theangstybookclub at gmail.com. Thanks. Thank you. Anyways. <laughs> that we're wrong and that you've made the flag for me and the rest of us yeah so yeah so they all come together <laughs> trying to get past or get out of the ice court now because they've got their prisoners they're yeah. trying to get out and that's just another challenge they tore down that sacred tree yeah. and jumped into this like underground river, river thing they're all freaking out because they're like, oh, you guys are alive. Like, they're all just like, yeah. okay. Like, oh, you're alive. You're Kaz alive. has some kind of mini freak out in this river and pretty much just lets himself drown and they have to <laughs> save him. He becomes absolutely worthless at this point. And everyone's really yeah. confused because that's not how Kaz acts. Yeah. And then just a tank rolls through. What up, guys? Uh, the scene with Nina on when they escape in the, from, like, the bay or whatever <laughs> was, like, particularly hurtful. Like, I, oh. I felt very pained reading that whole scene. So, Nina is the only Grisha with them, and she uses her heartrender powers to hold off the the oh. soldiers, basically. Oh, yeah. She's so strong and powerful. But the only way she can do it 
is taking Jurda Parem, even though she doesn't know if she'll be able to survive it or anything. So she yeah, basically kind of like sacrifices herself. Yeah. Um, to save everybody. Oh, and let's mention that Jesper is a Grisha. Right. He's a fabricator. And it's a secret, though. It's a secret. So he doesn't offer himself and he feels like guilt ridden because Mina went ahead and kind of like took the brunt of it and was like, I'll possibly give up my life if it means saving everyone else. Um, but they were saying like, usually after the first one they don't become addicted but they can be but um yeah jesper still kind of stands back but he spends time with her later to kind of try to make up for it but very sad well and like the kind of grisha he is though like wouldn't i don't know that it would have necessarily been useful yeah in that scenario i don't think it would have i think he just felt bad yeah but he like being a grisha and that he was like he chose not to even offer Right. Yeah. Ugh, but it's a hard scene, and they miraculously get out it of there. It was super cool, though. Well, yeah. You yeah, get to see the cool. full extent of, like, what Nita can do. I mean, she starts squeezing people's eyeballs out, basically. Yeah. Um, I love those brain squeezers. Those little brain <laughs> squeezers. Gotta love them. Gotta love them. And then the book uh, kind of comes to an end, so we we get back to... Cool, they made it. Cool, they made it. Yay, You're making alive. plans for after now. <laughs> uh, so they go back to Ketterdom. They're going to exchange uh, Kuwe for the 20 million. 30 million Kuga. Yes. Uh, Kuga. They're going to they're gonna make some money. So they go meet out on this little island, and they end up getting totally fucked. Vanek I thought sucked. the island was a bad plan when they even mentioned it and I was like why do they pick this weird tiny island and I know they like do dirty business there but that's why I was like why would you go to an island where you do dirty business? Did they pick it or Vanek Unless pick it? I thought Vanek Van picked yeah, it. Yeah he picked yeah. it but they knew it was for like dirty business. And then we find out that Wylan is actually Vanek's son yeah. we and we did at yeah. this point. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we knew that in the early. But here we learn that it's we not the leverage more. that they thought it was. Yeah. Going so to they have Wylan as as leverage against Vanek because it's Vanek's son, and they think, well, if he tries to screw us in the end, we've got mm-hmm. his his only child or whatever. We learn here that he can't read. That's what the big. But he's super talented and artistic yeah. and can draw and do a bunch of other things. So. But Vanek was sending him all those letters, <coughs> and yeah, that everyone thought they were sincere. And turns out he was just an asshole. Just taunting him. He knew him. that his son could not read them. Oh, it just that this and part Wyland actually knew, made me real yeah, mad. Yeah, this is like when you kind of realize, like, if this guy would do this to his, his son, son, yeah, who like has not his, he can't read, like, not for lack of trying. Like, obviously, he's not stupid. He learned how to do all these other things. He just struggles yeah. to learn to read. Like, if he would do all those things to his own son. What would he do to total strangers? Anything. That is sucks. Dude, and yeah, so Wyland knows this and he keeps telling everybody, like, or he keeps telling Kaz and he's like, hey, this isn't going to work. My dad so doesn't care about me. Dad yeah. fucking hates me, doesn't love me. Um, so definitely make a plan number two. So thankfully they do. So Nina and uh, what's the ship guy's name? We like him. He 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 runs the ship. Oh, I didn't um, write down his name either. <laughs> oh, the one who like sails the. Sh- okay, yeah, my yeah. Bad. yeah. So him and I Nina sail away to Hellgate, I believe. Um, 
So they actually, and they get off the boat that uh, Van Eck sends some, is it Grisha to explode it? Or they send, oh, they send waves into it. Yes, yeah, he has some fabricators or whatever (coughs) um, (coughs) that are water fabricators that, like, sink the ship and crush that ship. And he thinks he's destroyed his people, and he didn't, so it's fine. And then then Wylan appears with his face, because they had him as uh, Kauai. Yes. Kauai, Kauai. Kauai. They sent him with Nina as well, and then Wylan was disguised as Kauai. And they're like, boom, it's actually not Quay. You just took your son back. And he's like, shit, I don't want this. <laughs> I don't want him. And then he, he takes Nina instead. Yeah. And this is, yeah, so they, they don't get their money. They take Nina away. They destroyed their ship. The ship guy, the captain, will be back to get them in the tiny boat, though, to save them. Vanek fucking gets out of there. He takes Nina. He takes an edge, yeah. yeah so the Grisha took wait. an edge, yeah. Yeah, they an edge, not, yeah. not, Nina. not Nina. Sorry, an edge, yeah. Yeah. No, let's don't give Nina. Nina don't give boat. Nina away. I mean, we don't want to give an edge away either. But but she's an acrobat. She yeah. loves being in the air. It's fine. Um. So Nina is with Quay, and then Captain's gonna come back, grab him, um, because that was plan number two. <laughs> Thankfully, they had yeah. a plan number two. Um, and then I mean, that's that's where we got to get to the next book. Yeah. yeah, that's where we leave off. They kind of, Cass makes a deal kind of with Pekalalan, right? Yeah, because Cass saved him, so yeah. go so for it. So after all of that, we come back to Pekalalan and Cass... Who I still don't trust. Yeah, no, we don't trust him at all. But Cass still wants his revenge, but right now he needs his... Um, Gotta get his girl back. Yeah, yes. He won't admit that, but he needs his... His uh, member of his team back. He doesn't like being double crossed by Inkawai. So yeah, anything else you want to add? Oh, I did find the flag. Oh, good. But <laughs> I am gonna look through here real quick because I do have a. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh yeah, Kaz signs off the um the Crow Club to Pekka to get the deal he wanted. Uh, what was the deal, though? What was Pekka going to do for him? Let's see. What was Pekka doing? He was, like, helping him send people or something like that, wasn't Don't he? Don't worry. When you get to the next book, this Oh, no. Oh, no. Crazy. Oh, heck. I'm ready. That's, oh, not, that's, not, a, that's not a big giveaway, but, like, everyone's giving him shit for giving, giving the club away. to Pekka Rollins, but then you learn why in the next Oh, I love that they say the deal is the deal. Yeah, always. The deal <laughs> is the deal. The deal is the deal. And no mourners. No funerals. No funerals. Mm. All going to get that tattooed on our foreheads. I mean, when when are we, when are we going? Oh, he was asking for 200,000 Krug. Kruga. Kruga? Kruga. Kruga. Mm-hmm. We decided that. That's right. And then um, he was going to give him the Crow Club. And then, uh, yeah. Oh god. Oh, oh, oh there was a part it was super funny. So like they shake each other's hands and they're like the deal's the deal. And then there's a moment where um Rollins reached for his watch and it had to be about time for the dealers to change shift and he liked to supervise them himself. And it's just like son of a bitch. He exclaimed a second later. <laughs> what is it, boss? 
And then, um, yeah, Rollins basically realized that Kaz took his watch. Took his watch. Yeah. And I just love those little <laughs> those little things that Kaz just like takes shit in the middle of like so good serious at moments. Things all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, it was super funny though. Oh god, it was it was really good. Um, yeah, and there's that moment. Duh, 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 duh. Oh, he was like, I think we better uh, we best say a prayer for Jan. Jan Van Eck, um, you think Brecker can best him, and he says, it's a long shot, but if he's not careful, I think the merch might walk himself right into the gallows and let Brecker tighten the noose. Um, we better hope Van Eck kills that boy. Why? Because otherwise, I'll have to. <laughs> um, that kind of sets the scene for the next book. Um, there's more, but it's Yeah, fine. so you leave off. We have Nina yep. took Jerda Part Parent. Oh my god, Perim. Yes. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> I don't know why I can't speak. And no we don't know what's going to happen anything. to her. <laughs> and Nej is kidnapped. Wylan is stuck looking like Kuei. They have Kuei. <laughs> oh no, I forgot about <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jesper, Jesper is Jesper. And, and Kaz, Kaz is pissed. Kaz is pissed. And also and Kaz is like kind of at the end of the book, he kind of starts to Steel acknowledge watches. his feelings about Inej, yeah, but it never really gets anywhere. He does, can't have any distractions or weaknesses. Well, yeah. he asked Inej to stay with him in Ketterdam, and, but he couldn't... He can't touch her. He couldn't actually say his feelings for her. He just he asked just her to stay. He just wants her to stay and, and all she keep wanted. things the way they are, but yeah. she doesn't want him to stay the way they are. Well, and he won't tell her why. Like, he, yeah. is yeah. it because you, you think I'm a valuable asset to the team to have on the dregs, or is it something more? She's like, I want to go see my circus parents, and <laughs> I want to learn how to sail and live my way to the circus. She would stay, just yeah. like he said the right thing. And he never... Matthias is like a true traitor of his country now. Yep. Yeah, he can't go home. But at least, I mean, he has Nina. But, but he has now Nina. What else do you need? She is going through like serious withdrawal. So, yeah. but she'll get better, I think. I hope so. She better. Nina and the waffles. Don't look at me. I'm sorry. I'm not trying. I'm sorry not to because you read the second one. <laughs> I have not read the second I'm book like yet. Forty percent through the second Ooh. one. I'm not not trying to give anyone Ugh, any God. spoilers yeah, here. Yeah, just shut your face off, Aaron. Oh, <laughs> shut like, it down. That's why I was like, don't look at me. No, Did you say that? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I just uh, I loved this book so much. Like, ev- like every chapter is like a page turner, and you and you cannot stop. And the, especially the last, like, the last third of the book is just every single chapter. You're like, how are they going to pull this off? I do not understand. And it starts looking up. And I think that kind of, that might be why I gave it a four because it was kind of slow through the beginning. And what I loved was the end, mm-hmm. but I kind of was like, but I read 80% of the book before I couldn't turn it off. You know, like, before I was like, uh, just put it off. It took me forever to read or get through the first half, and then I finished, like, once the ice court started, I finished that in, like, a You're day. Like action. But everything okay. else was, like, over a couple weeks, yeah. so I was, like, stopping it's listening like, to I other things. I need all things. this information? And, like, when I think about my review, I was like, well, I wasn't that into it in the beginning. Corey told me to read it because she loved it, and then it, it was good, but it took me a little while to love it. I think sometimes there are those books, though, where it's better... Because I love audiobooks. Um, but some books I feel like you n- you need to read it for all the little details. You can't, like, catch while you're hearing somebody just saying them. 
but when you read it and you actually know like is this a thought is it them actually saying it um i get really confused in audiobooks sometimes when it's like wait was that an was that yeah, in their mind or did they like sometimes I can't. say that out loud <laughs> sometimes yeah when you're driving yeah. you can't like go back or yeah. actually and sometimes the response it's like that could be for maybe something she said in her head or maybe the thing yeah. she may have said out loud but i'm not sure <laughs> whichever those are um but i do think this one has like those little details so it might be fun for you to read read i also um, a lot of the goodreads <laughs> reviews so i love to go and read reviews after i've read a book just because I'm not done with that book yet, and I'm sometimes I'm not always ready to turn back to the first page and read it again, but I'll, so I'll go to Goodreads and I'll read like other people what other people have said about the book, and what a lot of people have said about this book is that it's even better the second time, mm-hmm. um, which I think is crazy because this book like a lot of the the great parts about this book are like the big reveals of like oh no Kaz Brecker's actually like terrified of you know touching uh-huh. human bodies and like oh no he passed out inside the truck and how are they going to get out of this and um oh no they yeah. you know Kaz has broken the plan or they're late or Inez well, is she going to make it up the chimney the second time because now you're going back and s- some of the things they did before they revealed this stuff make more sense yeah yeah you know? so yeah because you get caught up on all those big things that just happen and you're like whoa like how are they going to get those, like, lock picks? And then it has all those, like, tiny little details that you can't appreciate fully until you may read it a second time. So, yeah. There's a couple of books I've listened on audiobooks, and I'm like, I, I want to go back and, like, read it because I feel like there is that thing of, like, I feel like every book is still like this either way, but you just miss those little things. And it just changes it oh yeah it can be i mean it's hard like and i love like audiobooks it but it can be hard n- to like stay fully immersed yes um yeah. so but yeah, yeah this was an incredible book i want to read crooked kingdom soon i just i just wasn't ready for the end it's not the end but the end. now not that i know it's end. not the end end that makes me feel a little better there's gonna be a show it's gonna be a sh- well that's like different though it is there's gonna be a show there's a dual allergy satiate some of it yes i it'll be cool i think to see the characters like come to life it'd be cool but like i might get upset if you know <laughs> if it's not perfect like oh, from my experience I he like this my experience i'm probably gonna love it and you two are gonna hate it yeah because aaron can <laughs> like separate shows i separate books. things and they cannot i have a very hard time netflix though has been doing a really great job yes. with their book to netflix adaptations so yeah, I haven't this really been I mean I've got high hopes I've got high hopes yeah I did find the the, the, flag, the flag the flag that they were trailing uh that was trailing by it was a banner um that was trailing behind oh, their yeah. tank that they tore down it was feared in might because <laughs> yeah just <laughs> so who was laughing a bunch it was just for a while oh Wyland was like laughing about it and yeah. they look back and they're like oh that's that flag we walked into that they were first kind of like intimidated by yeah um, when they came in they're like whoa feared in might we'll ice this, court like, uh. giant castle and shit and then they're just driving a tank out of the place dragging their banners but yeah um loved it good time thanks lee bardigo for yeah, writing this book it. yeah thank read you it. so much we gotta read the uh grisha trilogies now i've read the first one and a half okay so <laughs> any other words about any other words about six, six, six crows? crows we had a good time with six crows Six crows was a blessing that was amazing Corey, thank you good. for suggesting it yes. and everybody else for thank voting for, for it uh i mean for the first time i think people <laughs> voted for like a court of thorns and roses first and then the other one that was like right behind it was the six of crows 
Not mm-hmm. A6 of crows, sorry. <laughs> a6 of crows. A thorns just A6 of crows. A6 of crows. A6 of crows. Um, <laughs> six of crows. That was like the other one, but I think I had already started reading A Court of Thorns and Roses before. I already li- listened to both of them. Yeah. I swear I've been reading more. It's just I had to she read is, the yeah. audiobooks in the beginning because I didn't think I was going to read any books. I always have an audiobook going to. and a book book going. Yeah. So why don't we put a poll up on Instagram? Yes. With It'll be Amber and Dusk. Or, and I forget the author's names right now, but they're both very cool women. Um, Amber, Amber and Dusk. Purple and orange Purple, cover. orange cover. <laughs> um, and a, is it a Gilded Wolf? Gil- I think it's Gilded Wolves. Gilded Wolves. And that's a green okay. cover. Yeah. Um, so those will be the I two really like options. We'll it's put so them on Instagram. Beautiful. So if you get on our Instagram or Facebook, give us a vote. Or yeah. Twitter. Or Twitter. Give us a vote. Let us know what you want us to read yeah. next. And we'll get on that. Yeah. Either way. Books, books getting read. Books getting read. Feelings getting felt. Um. <laughs> angst getting angst. Um, I think we'll do a live unboxing on Instagram. Um, a couple, I guess, because we have a couple boxes coming. Yeah, so much content, guys. So much content, and then content. Um, I figured we could all go book shopping together. Oh, yeah, that would be I fun. I want to do that. Maybe um, we just do that for my birthday. Yeah, we could go to like Aaron's birthday's coming oh. up. Everyone, tell her happy birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, yes. Yeah, I think before. This yeah. This yeah, will yeah, come yeah. out this week, so cool. it's before yeah. my birthday's still a week away. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so Aaron's going to have a birthday, and then we'll go Aaron's book shopping. <laughs> so if you have any books you would suggest for us, just uh, comment. Let yeah, us know. Yeah, leave a comment on Instagram. We would love or Twitter that. or I Facebook. W- I love recommendations. I love buying books I can't read, <laughs> and I can just like look at and be like, "I'm gonna, I'll read it soon." I think we all have a stack at our homes to be read. Um, but yeah, I think if you guys would like to see us like actually book shopping, just let us know, or we could take pictures and update you on what we got, or we can have Glenn things we bought that you suggested. Yeah, <laughs> the husband, <laughs> <laughs> the logo I said creator. We could have Glenn film us. <laughs> He's down. Walk behind us to film us. Yeah, cool. So that's that's what's going on. That's what we'll do. Yep. Send us all corrections at <laughs> the Angsty Book Club. All at and or Angsty, Angsty Book, book Club. Club. I keep saying no. no the it's email Angsty Book Club for the email. We did our original it's name was Angsty Book Club, and then all of a sudden we changed it to Society. I like to think that and Twitter would not let me do Society. <laughs> it was too long, so Twitter is also Angsty Book Club. I think that's fine because Club is like for you guys. Yeah, it's and the Society is for like the public. Yeah, so it's the Angsty Book Society's <laughs> Club. <laughs> Glenn is stressing out, but. Well, you don't have to send us any emails or follow yeah. us on Twitter. You can talk to us at Facebook. I would like you guys to email us more um, with your reviews because I would like to read them selfishly. Right. You really want you guys to send us? Uh, please send your feelings. I want to know. Or Thank DM you. us on Instagram. If yeah. you email us too old-fashioned, send us a Facebook message. Send us an in- the thing on Twitter. Send whatever you want. As long as it's not spam. Slide into our DMs, please. Slide. Yes. Slide. I think, guys, it's... Yeah. Uh, I think it, it's time to... It's time to... Wrap things up here. Any last words? Feared and might. Druscala. Druscala. Waffles. Waffles. Zing. Well... Thanks for listening, readers. 
dear readers, listeners, dear listeners, listeners, well, and readers. listeners and readers. Oh, wow. People. You guys are so talented. <laughs> wow. You do both. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's been real. Thanks for listening. Hope it's not too long. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hey, this is Corey, Kirsty, and Erin from the Angsty Book Society. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Angsty Book Society and on Twitter at Angsty Book Club to make sure you're keeping up with whatever the latest book of the month is. Happy reading. Happy reading. Happy reading.